Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us today. We so appreciate you listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you've been listening the month of July, we've been talking about the Word of God and how the Word of God is active and alive and sharper than a two-edged sword and is real in our lives and really that God is the Word. The Word is God. But in addition to knowing His Word and knowing the truth, there's also another way we can grow our relationship with Jesus Christ, and that is through prayer. So today, I'm interviewing a friend of mine who has come to talk about her prayer life and how important prayer is and why we pray and does God hear us when we pray and why should we pray? Does God change his mind when we pray? All these answers we will talk to you about and through this interview with Brenda, and, and I can't wait for her to share her thoughts about prayer. But before we get started, we want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to hear more about prayer. Lord, we know that there's a power in our prayers because you have given us that authority and that power to pray. Lord, it's a way to communicate with you. So how awesome it is to pray, to pray with our friends, to pray one-on-one with you, to pray in the public gatherings, to pray alone when we're in our homes. Wherever we are, Lord, you hear our prayers, and we praise you for that. So Lord, thank you for this opportunity to talk to my friend Brenda about prayer. And Lord, may what we say encourage others in their walk with you and encourage others to keep praying, praying without ceasing. That's what you've called us to do. And so, Lord, thank you so much. We love you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Prayer is an important part of our relationship with Christ. Prayer is like communicating with Him. It is communicating with the Lord, and it's so awesome that we have this ability to pray. Today, I want to interview a special friend of mine. Her name is Brenda Kerr, and I've interviewed her probably about a year ago. I actually interviewed her and her husband, Bob, because they were able to witness a miracle in his healing, and they knew how important it is to pray. In fact, Brenda was his prayer warrior. She prayed over him so much, and I just love it when she tells the story. But in addition to praying for her husband, she prays without ceasing. She prays for other people. She prays for our country. She prays for revival. She prays for her children and her family and her friends. I mean, it goes on and on and on, her church. So I just wanted to bring her in so she could share a little bit about prayer. And I'm excited to talk to her about prayer because she and I have this relationship where we pray together and we love to talk about prayer and Jesus. Amen. So how are you, Brenda? You ready to talk about prayer? Yeah, amen. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Doing great. Doing great. And good. it's so good to be with you again. It's so good to see you. Thank you for for agreeing to talk and interview again about prayer. You must be pretty special coming in again for an interview. 
Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you. I don't know how special, but it's really an honor. Thank you for asking me. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Well, tell us, do you start your day with prayer? I do. I do. Is it a simple prayer? Do you say the same thing, or is it different or long? Or Probably depends on what's going on in my life at the time, but I wake up with this first thing, and at night a lot of times, too. Of course, I don't say good morning at night, <laughs> yeah. but when I wake up, I the first thing I do is say good morning, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then I may go into a prayer right. or just let that just simmer for a yeah. little bit and just feel the warmth and mm-hmm. the peace that He gives me to get ready and get right. going. Right. That is neat, and he hears your prayers. He hears definitely, us. definitely. So, why do we pray? Well, many reasons we pray. Sometimes it's about things we want, some things we want to happen, or some things we don't want to happen. Maybe there's just so many reasons. Sometimes we we actually are praying for others other than ourselves, and for their healing or mm-hmm. or their peace. Or there's just so many things that. We can pray for our friends and our family that we know is going on with them. And many times, as you know, on my way to work, I get a phone call from you. God laid me on your heart, mm-hmm. and you prayed with me on my way to work. Yeah. So we just, that's, that's how mm-hmm. and why we pray mm-hmm. when He gives us that nudge. Right. He and knows, we listen. And we listen. And do that. And have you found that when you pray, like you, you already said, you have a peace that's beyond any human understanding, just that peace that passes over. But don't you get also this like excitement of like talking to your best friend? Absolutely. You know, because God is our best friend. God, the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, all wrapped up in one Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, we we do get excited to talk to him. But, you know, sometimes we don't always like his answers. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Because there's some unanswered prayers or there's some no's, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. But don't you find that if there's a no, then it's because it's for your own good. It's for your best. Every time. Every Mm -hmm. time. It may take us a year to see it. It may take us... A week, a day, whatever. But yes, we understand. Wow, so glad he said no. Mm-hmm. Have you had an, a no recently in your life that you've been praying about, and then it was just like you really prayed and you prayed and you prayed, and it was no? Well, I can't think of one right off the top of my head, but I can, I'm can. i sure that I've had no's mm-hmm. and was thankful after I was able to look back Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, um, he's he's he will give you the desires of your heart, but he also is our father, and like we protect our children, he already knows the end from the beginning, and so he protects us. He does, and I'm I'm very sure that I've had well, I know I've had no's, but mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I can't think of one. Well, I love that you don't remember the no's. <laughs> Well, I love that you remember the, the good yeses. things. So let's the, talk about a yes. The good we, I've things. mentioned your husband's healing. Let's start there. Okay. Tell us that story that is so amazing about your husband and his cancer 
And tell us about the yes that he was healed. Yes, well, uh, to to make the story short, you know, he did. He was diagnosed and was supposed to have had thirty four or thirty five treatments, I believe. And during the middle of that, uh, of course, the whole time I was praying for healing before we even got to this point. But we got to a point where he had a very bad infection set in as the oncologist had told us could happen with that type chemo. So he was hospitalized and very sick. I mean, he was near death probably when he first got to the hospital. But, uh, you know, I did continue to pray. And then one night, to make the story short, (laughs) one night and as I was sitting in the room where Uh, the VA hospital had put me up into what they call the Fisher House Mm -hmm. uh, for the families. And I was praying and talking to the Lord, and I said, Lord, what am I doing wrong? And then he explained to me that I wasn't doing something wrong, but he had a certain way he wanted me to pray over Bob. And when I did, um, as I, I ended that prayer, I told Bob, it's finished. And he said, I wish I had your faith. Mm. And I said, it's finished. And I just knew it. I had a release in my spirit. Wow. And I knew it. And so when we returned home, the oncologist said that he wanted to do another scan on Bob before he um, started the treatments back up. We were halfway through those 35 treatments. And they did. And the cancer was gone. Wow. And the oncologist Halfway through. Yes. And the oncologist announced to him that his cancer was gone. And uh, a good a good part of that too of that story was Bob already knew the answer that morning because the Lord had appeared to him in our bedroom with a piece of paper in his hand and said, This is your clear report, Bob. Yes. Yeah, that so vision. that was that vision was just a blessing, and mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it until after the oncologist gave us the report, and mm-hmm. then Bob told me what happened that morning in our bedroom. So he is amazing. Our father is amazing, and I know that not all of those stories come out that way, but God has His reasons, and I don't know why. Right. But I. So thankful for that. Right. I am too. And I love that he gave you both that vision of yours was in the it is finished and his was a piece of white paper saying <laughs> everything's clear Yes, before you heard the actual news. Mm-hmm. But yes. I also heard in your voice the fact that you had faith. And so I want to talk about that a minute yes. because we can pray all day long, but if we don't believe in the healing... Yes, and ha- and pray in faith. Then maybe that's maybe a reason why we feel like our prayers aren't being answered. I mean, I you know, I just think you read in the Bible and it says, "By faith you are healed. By faith go in peace. Your prayers have been heard." And I'm not saying that we don't always pray in faith, but I, you know, we got to be honest. There are times we pray and we maybe don't believe it's gonna happen I, and I we agree. pray and I've done that myself I agree I, with you I agree that there's just something holding us back right. as we're praying and it's of course it's not the father Mm-mm. I'm sure he would love for us to just turn it loose yes. lay it in his right. lap and I pretty much did that you know when, when he was in the right. VA hospital and I, 
I bet you that the doctor was shocked because he thought you were going to have to go through all of the chemo. Yes, yes. I mean, I I doubt that he had seen that happen before because uh, we had a friend who had gone through this exact same cancer, and he did have to go through all 35 Mm -hmm. treatments, and he was healed, okay? But they were not expecting especially the oncologist and radiologist, Mm -hmm. there was no way they expected him to stop in the middle of treatments. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, the radiologist was unhappy about it, very unhappy. You don't do that. Well, I've always heard, pray something so big that when it happens, you know it's God. Wow, I like that. Because he does that, and something almost that seems totally impossible, but yet a desire of your heart because reasons and of course a healing of your husband would be something so big especially when the doctors maybe are saying well you know not giving you the best news that you'd hope for but Brenda I remember I knew you during that time I remember you telling me how you just lay at your husband's feet and just lay your hands on him and pray and pray and pray and lift up those prayers and a lot of tears Yes. Um, a lot of, I mean, there's fear still. There's still, we still, we're mm-hmm. human and, and we do. But the fact that you believed and you kept praying, I feel like God honored those prayers. Yes. And Jill, you know what else I've found uh, that I do a lot now is when I'm, someone says, pray for me. When I pray for them, I say, thank you, Father, that they are healed. Thank yes. you for their healing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for whatever it is they've asked that I pray for. For some reason, I'm always thanking him before it happens now. And, I mean, a lot of the people, of course, are going to tell you, oh, you know, I went to the doctor and I got a good report, or whatever it is that they were looking for, wanting to happen in their life. Uh, You know, they'll let you know that their prayers were answered. But I find myself thanking him. Um, you know, I have, you know, I'm getting older, so I'll have a lot of aches and pains maybe in my back, maybe killing me or something. Yeah. And I start thanking him that he's got this. Right. And that right. that I'm going to wake up in the morning and my back is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? Sometimes I get up the next morning, don't even think about it when I spring out of bed. Right, right. right. <laughs> so, yes, yes. And that's faith also it, in going ahead and receiving the miracle thanking or the him. answer to thanking the prayer. Thanking him. Now, we want to let you know that God can change his mind with yeah, prayer. I, you know, have you heard that? Well, why should we even pray? Because God already knows what he's going to do. But I know that you'd like to share an example in the Bible from Scripture, from the Old Testament, about this. Well, you and I had talked about that, and we do get questioned. Mm-hmm. Well, God already knows what's going to happen. Well, he does. That's why he's God. <laughs> right. But then maybe he wants to see where our faith is. Maybe he wants to test us a bit. Because if we think about it, and what you're referring to is Abraham praying for Lot and his family in Sodom and Gomorrah. And God said he was going to destroy that city and everything in it. And Abraham said, but what if? What if I can find 50 or 40 or 30? And kept uh, asking God, would you spare it for this? Would you spare this? Would you spare it for this? And the Lord said, yes, if you can find 
50. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you can find. So obviously, God hears our prayer, like mm-hmm. he heard Abraham. And so obviously, even though he knows, and he knew how Sodom and Gomorrah was going to end up, but he granted those that prayer for Abraham and saved Lot and his family. Yeah. And the problem, he did not find enough people. Exactly. That, that I think it came down to what? Was it, 10 people? Yes, however many there yes. were in that family. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So he spared them, but not the the town because not the town. they did not repent. And I do agree with you that God will change his his heart and his mind. He wants us to pray. You know the the scripture: "If my people will humble, will humble themselves yes. and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear them and heal their land." Yes. So, you know, I feel like God is waiting. God is waiting for us Mm -hmm. to do some things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Have you found that when you pray, sometimes there's that, oh, Lord, forgive me. I repent of some things that I've done. I mean, it's it's a time when you pray that you can go deep with the Lord and ask for forgiveness. Oh, Jill. tell him things that you've done. I know that we we've talked about this, and and that's what he. That's another reason to pray. Absolutely. Um, I really, you know, even though I start out with Good Morning, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as we talk to each other in the morning, I'm always asking for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I know that. Oh my goodness, I'm human. Mm-hmm. And I will ask for forgiveness for things that I may have committed or omitted or, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, sins by commission or omission, you know, just whatever. I have truly asked him that. Uh, I, I, that's a practice in my prayer life as well. Um, sometimes, you know, maybe we did something, we offended someone we don't even really know. Right. And so, I that's why I pray because mm-hmm. if I've done that I want him to forgive me I want that person to forgive me too but I want him to forgive me because maybe I did it quickly and right. not not meaning to do that mm-hmm. but I did mm-hmm. so and I do I, ask for that forgiveness. and I think God sees well obviously he knows our hearts he knows that we we desire that relationship with other people, but he sees that there are going to be issues. I mean, we're human. <laughs> we all, you know, make mistakes. You know, there may be people that, like you said, have said things to offend us or we have said to offend them. But when you forgive them and ask for forgiveness from the Lord, it just, it kind of washes you clean. It, it does. Just, it makes, it's a good feeling. It's good. To be able it's to good. do that. It's good. In First Thessalonians, rejoice always, yes. pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Mm, love that. Love that. So rejoice. Rejoice. Give thanks and pray. Without ceasing. Without ceasing. And so what does without ceasing mean? How about pray when you get up, like you've said. Pray when you're walking to get your cup of coffee. Pray when you're driving. We've talked about those driving prayers. We've called each other, but even you know when you're alone in the car driving. Oh How about in the shower? Have you prayed in the shower? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. But you know, my favorite time to pray 
was actually what you just said, that windshield altar. Mm-hmm. Just me and him yes. going down the yes. road. Yes. The people passing me may have thought I was talking to myself, but that's okay. Right, right. <laughs> And have you found that as you're doing that, you just grow closer to God and you your do. direction is clear? You your know. path is straight. You know it. You know you do. Mm-hmm. You absolutely do. The closer we draw to Him, the closer we are to Him. And yes, the path gets straighter. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about prayer being just a conversation with God. He just wants to hear from us. Absolutely. He's our Father. He is. We, we want to hear from our kids. Yes, yes. And He will speak. He will direct us to know what to do in various ways. Some people hear audible voices. Some people have dreams, visions. Some people just can go right to the Scripture and see, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I need to hear. Exactly. And here's an example right here. I just opened my Bible, and I wrote in the margin, His promise is coming. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It surely will come. It will not delay. And so that is from Habakkuk chapter 2. And the title of that is, The Righteous Shall Live by His Faith. Mm, I love that. Living right by God. And so His promise is coming, whatever it is, that we're waiting for and 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 he is coming he, he is. is returning soon he is and we are waiting and so did his disciples so that's okay as long as they stayed faithful right and we have to stay faithful but yes he is coming mm-hmm. mm. and jesus spent a lot of time in prayer so oh. obviously prayer is an important way to communicate with the father he would spend hours all night praying. Yes, he into would. Into the wee hours. Oh, yes, he would. And he would pray up on the mountain. He would pray in the garden. He would pray on the sea. He would pray with his disciples. He would pray. He prayed all the time. Notice and what you just said. What? He would be in the mountain or out by the sea. He yes. would get alone. Yes. yes, he did pray with the disciples. But so many times he would leave them. Right. And pray alone just him and the father and then when he would come back Hmm. they would say lord teach us how to pray yes teach us how to pray how are you communicating with the father yes and then he opened up the word to tell them how to pray and if you want to read that it's in matthew 6 there's a good description of where to pray how to pray and also the lord's prayer oh yes yes so if, if you want to learn more about prayer, Jesus is our example. Yes, he is. Go to the Bible, go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and see in the Gospels how many times the Lord prays and how he yeah. prays, prays with people for yes. healing. But like we're saying, he also went alone mm-hmm. and left to go out and pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where that builds that communication with your Father. So, Brenda, I know you, and I've known you a long time. You're an author, you're a minister, you're an um, evangelist, and you you help so many people. And so tell us, why do you do that? Well, you know, when the Lord puts a calling on your heart, if you don't answer the call, 
he doesn't leave you alone. And I'm telling you, I, I, love, I love praying with people. I love speaking, uh, you know, doing evangelism work mm-hmm. and bringing people to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Some people maybe... Um, Maybe they're just coming back from repentance. Maybe it's the first time they've heard the gospel. And I just love talking about Jesus. Simple as that. Love talking <laughs> about Jesus. I love Absolutely. That. And you do that so well. Thank you. And now God has placed you here at First Baptist Church, where we're actually doing the interview here in Mount Vernon, and you are helping people here. So... In the short period of time you've been here, what, a couple months now? Probably, yes. Mm-hmm. Have you prayed with people? Absolutely, yes. I know that you yes. have, and I know there's more to come. In fact, you and I have talked before that we believe so much in the power of prayer and power of healing prayers Yes, that we want to pray more together with people, and I see that happening. Yes. In fact, I haven't told you this, but the Lord really revealed to me, and and. Y'all, he does speak to you You in a way that you just, you have a thought come through your mind that you know this is from the Lord, and this is what happened to me. It's like, I'm putting you back close relationship with Brenda, and I need y'all to pray. Mm-hmm. I need you to pray over people, pray with people for healing, because God wants our people not only praying alone, but praying together. Yes, yes. Because Matthew 18, 19, and 20 talks about that, where two or more gather together. I am there among them. Yes, And I hear their prayers. Yes. And so I hope to do that with you more. I know we will for such a time as this. It excites me, and I'm glad that you're here. And I see you now more than ever, now that you've moved over here. (laughs) Because I do a lot of women's ministry here at the church, and it's just been amazing to watch you in your new position. And, and I love seeing you here, and so grateful that you are here, and you're doing what you love, pointing people to Jesus. Well, you know, when this position came up, I, that's another prayer. I said, Lord, you know where you need me, not where... I want to be, but where you need me, even though I really wanted to be here. Yes, yes. (laughs) I didn't say that to him. No, but he I said, you know where you need me, so I left it in his hands. Mm -hmm. And that's a good prayer, is he knows the desires of our hearts. He does. But when we pray, Lord, your will. Your will. Your will be done where you need me, because he knows. He does. What he needs you to do. And, you know, folks, the, the fields are white for harvest. Oh, yes. Meaning there's so many people who are ready to receive and hear the gospel and hear the truth about Jesus Christ. And that's why we're talking here today. Yes, and he needs everyone listening to be working in those fields. Yes, so if you're listening, you're part of his work working. He's working in you, and he wants you to be a laborer for him. So who is it today that you could tell about Jesus? Who can you pray with? God will put those people on your heart, yeah. but it's your choice and your opportunity to be obedient and go to those people. Call them on the phone. Text them. When you see someone out where you live, go to them. There's so many people in need of prayer right now. Thank you for saying that, Jill. Also remember, too, as we speak to the people listening today, when someone says, pray for me, don't just say, Okay, or I'll pray for you. 
really stop right then, grab their hands, pray for them. I'm glad you said that because that is so true. I used to years ago say, I'll pray for you, I'll pray for you. I mean, (laughs) I think a lot of us do that. But it wasn't until the Lord, the Holy Spirit convicted me, Jill, pray now. So I started doing it, even some strangers, Brenda. Yes. And I'm telling you, when prayer is the form of communication between you and God and another individual or other individuals, it's just... You feel God. You feel His presence. Yes. And it encourages people. You know, maybe the answer to the prayers may be no. But what I want to tell you is a reason to pray is it encourages each other. They know that you love them and you care. Because I've had people say, oh, that prayer meant so much to me. Thank you. The other day, I prayed with a lady on the phone who was helping me book something. Do you, I know you do that, too. And she was actually going to have surgery. And I said, can I say a prayer with you? I didn't know her from Adam. She said, oh, yes. So I prayed with her. And she was like, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So I know you do that, too. And you're going to be answering a lot of phone calls in your new position. And you never know who needs you. Right. Actually, one person has called up here and said, I just want prayer. So we just prayed. (laughs) I love it. See, God knew exactly where you needed to be. So I just thank you, Brenda, for coming in and sharing your heart. Is there anything else that you would like to to tell us before we close? Oh, I don't know, Jill. This has been a great time just to be with you and just talk about Jesus, talk about prayer. And it's so true. Just seriously talk to the Father because He wants to hear from you. He sure does. It's simple as that. Talk to the Father. Communicate. And the way to do that is through prayer. Would you close us in prayer, Brenda? Father, we thank you for this time that we have had to be together, Jill and I. And Father, we thank you for the time that we get to share with all your kids that are listening. Father, we pray that today we have said something that has helped someone to say yes That's what I need to be doing. We pray that we have touched someone to have faith. We pray that we have touched someone to believe, Lord, that they can reach out and touch the hem of your garment, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in this program and all of our beautiful brothers and sisters that are listening, Father. We thank you for touching them today, giving them a good day, Lord. In your name and praising you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022. All rights reserved. Jesus the